Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship, and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Well, welcome, sweet pleasure seekers. I am so pleased to have you here with me today sharing in this very cool, very awesome episode called The Indisputable Gift of Men with my guest, Dana Lewis. For those of you who don't know who Dana is, it's because he hasn't snuck over to other shows on the Inspire Choices Network. Dana's been on, I think, as long as I have pretty much almost like to the months, pretty close. Um, so she has lots of episodes in her archives and her show is called Luscious Leadership. And after years and years of hearing women, uh, including herself, she says, complain about men, Dana actually found herself just collecting a bunch of intimate stories <laughs> that invite you to unlock caustic, emasculating, judgmental conversations around dating and relationships. So her book is actually a collection of this, and the book is called The Indisputable Gift of Men. I love that title because I love that it's, indisputable as if you know what it's like you can't argue this there's a gift here that you can't argue and i love that you are just like putting it out there that women if you want to try and argue this you cannot men if you want to try and argue this you cannot there's a gift here and we need to look at it so i've always uh since i've seen your title really love the title of your book dana um dana is a personal a personal leadership coach, a conscious business advisor, energy healer, empath. She has over 20 years of business experience at COO level roles from high growth startups to Fortune 500 companies and over 10 years of transformational education based in quantum physics and consciousness. I personally love quantum physics. It's like the main thing that I do in my life. So I love having conversations with other people who are into quantum physics and consciousness is so fun for me. And uh, Dan has also co-authored three Amazon best-selling books as well. Um, this one, The Indisputable Gift of Men, is her first solo book. And uh, even when she was putting this out around social media a little while ago to get everybody revved up and excited about knowing the book was coming, um, I had contacted her about coming on to talk about this because I think it's such a great topic. And the last episode that uh, we had was a, a book, um, an author of a book called Conscious Cock. So we've had, it's a bit of, been a bit of a men series lately. Um, and so both are, I'm sure, fabulous. Uh, well, I've, I've listened to Conscious Cock, which is a great book. And I'm so, so looking forward to reading The Indisputable Gift of Men. It is on my next to buy list. So, uh, yes. So, Dana, 
I just want to say thank you so much for saying yes to me because this is such an odd time of night to be having uh, shows. I know that most of the shows on our station are during the day, and there are me and Christine McIver and Aideen Tifanola who just decide to go late at night and I love it. have adventures into the deep night. So, it's, it's thank so- you so well, thank you, Melissa, so much for for having me. And it's such a it for me. So it's five o'clock. The sun's going down because it's, you know, it's winter, so all of that. But it's such a cool time of night. Like, I had a great day, and I'm like, this is, yeah, key to the after-dinner team. It just feels really great to be having this conversation. I'm sorry, I know I was giggling, <laughs> because when you say collection, I was like, is she going to say a collection of men? Because I, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know what was coming when you said collection. <laughs> and then to follow that up with a book titled The Conscious Cock, and here I thought, you know, my book is, you know, maybe it's not PG, but it's... <laughs> I don't think it's it's you know it's that either. So it's pretty awesome. <laughs> it, it's yeah, it's kind of your book is like in between like For sure. I would say like some some pretty start startup kind of relationship books to like yeah, conscious cock is pretty hardcore. <laughs> but, but yeah, to speak to the masses is a different level. So this is very cool. So Dana, what you know, what was it I you know about the things women were saying that had you. That, how did you spark the idea of creating this collection of intimate stories? Um, wow. I just remember, so when I moved to San Francisco, which was a little over 12 years now, I had just gotten divorced. Actually, my divorce wasn't quite final. Like, it, we were, it was done, and just, you know, like, it was that the court date where you go and everything gets finalized. That hadn't occurred yet. But I knew that I wanted to move to San Francisco, so you know my lawyer's like, we're good, and my ex-husband and I were good, and so I moved, and I was honestly like, it had, I was, re- I thought I was ready <laughs> for a lot, ready and excited to date. Like I was so excited. I'm like, oh my god, I'm moving to San Francisco. Like it's to me one of the most charming, romantic cities, right? So I just, and I, I am such a pragmatic, but I'm also such a gushy romantic. So I'm <laughs> like, oh my god, San Francisco is going to be so amazing and juicy. So that was my point of view, right? And then I was dating before I even had any friends here. Um, my two brothers lived here, so I knew my brothers and their wives. And and my my one brother had um, the triplets were five at the time. They they're talked about in the book. They're seventeen now. So I really didn't know that many people, but I was just gung ho to get out there and start dating. And so that's what I did pretty quickly. And so I was having this great time. But I remember, you know. When you live in a city, you you walk a lot, and you're in cafes, and you know it's like a movie, right? Like it really is like that. And so you mm-hmm. overhear conversations. I think to me, maybe more often than when you're in the suburbs. I don't know. I'm, I could be making that up in my head, but I just know that I was overhearing a lot of conversations because I'd be out walking, and you're walking next to people, and women are you know chatting and walking, or you're in the coffee shop, or out for a glass of wine, and so you just overhear a lot of um, chatter and conversation conversation and there was just this conversation going on about how San Francisco was uh, you know uh, uh, I guess I can be say cock I can say shitty um, a shitty story. city to, <laughs> exactly right to, to date in and just you know I don't even want to repeat all of it but they were just bitching bitching so much bitching and complaining about how shitty dating was and how whatever just a lot of blame at the men and it was just an ongoing thing. And then I also, you know, I, I 
sitcoms, there was this similar thread in the sitcoms with not so much the dating, but it was like the next level. When you look at a sitcom and there's a married couple, I swear to God, like nine times out of ten, the man is portrayed as like this bubbling idiot that can't really do anything. And it Pretty just yep. pissed me off, right? It yeah. just really... I, it bothered me so much, and I, I don't even. It just, it just does. It just has always really bothered me. Um, that's kind of how it got. Some of this got started. I love that. Um, I love that. It what it is is I wasn't sure at first uh, what sparked it, and I love that it yeah. actually wasn't just like a retaliation to the hashtag Me Too movement, but it was. <laughs> it actually was something before that that you've kind of always been aware of. Um, because as much as like, you know, there's these movements going on and then there's these counterbalance movements going mm-hmm. on, everything about those is actually creating more stress and, and more anger. And so this, this is actually looking at the gift rather than looking at the blame or trying to defend. So can you tell me what, yeah. what it was that kind of developed the indisputable gift of men as the title and what that means to you? Oh, I have so much to say about this. So first of all, the, the thing with me too, like, yes, I talk about that a little bit in the book because I'm like, I have to acknowledge this. It's like the elephant in the room and it's, it's relevant, obviously, and required. And, and I don't want to dismiss or diminish, diminish. Um, anything that's occurred for any woman in that respect, right? Like that stuff has occurred. That's going on. There's people that they are addressing that and women that are coming together and, and men that are showing up, you know, to support that movement. Um, but this book was written before that. I mean, like I said, this book, um, 80%, 85% of it was written over like 11 years ago. I'm losing track of dates, but it was about 11 years ago. And um, it really came from like what we were talking about, just hearing the, the complaining and the bitching and the sniping and then the stuff that was going on on TV, coupled, you know, all of that mixed together with me going, but um, two things. One, I was having these amazing encounters and relationships and dating. I was also going through a lot of heartbreak. I mean, of course, I, I was came to, to San Francisco and thought, oh, I'm just going to it's going to be so easy. I mean, I thought I would have met someone very quickly and, and kind of just been on on my way. And I'm so grateful now that that didn't occur because it just, I realize that that's just me in the world is I am an experiential person. And so I have to have these experiences and kind of alchemize them and share them with people. That's just who I be in the world. So all of this is going on. And um, I just remember, I was like, okay, I was talking to the universe. I'm like, what this, you know, what, well, what WTF, like, what is all of this? Like, what is because I just have always known, even going back to tell, there's always something bigger at play. Always something bigger, especially when, for me, hopefully a lot of people get that about themselves, but I'm like, there's just more here. There's just more. I always had that sense of there's just something else, and I'm playing a bigger, like, I don't know, role maybe. I get that now. I didn't get that then, but I knew there was something else. So when I was asking the universe, like, what the heck is going on, Kind of, and I talk about that. I think it's in the first chapter where I, I did. I was up in the middle of the night one night and and um, in my living room and just going what and it just came and that's when the book started coming through. It was like, hey, this is what's going on. Like you know something about this. Like you're here to share something. 
Um, so that was then. And then it just sat and sat and it would pull on me every so often. I just was not ready. I just, and maybe the world wasn't ready. Um, and mm-hmm. I brought it to, I had a connection to a big publishing house actually. And they were, they were, they liked it. They were interested in it and they were like, wow, this is really interesting. But they actually were like, hmm, we're not quite sure what genre this would be. Is this a dating book or is this a self-help book? And I was like, I'm so glad I didn't do anything with it then because it's, it's grown. It's like I've grown up. Up, it's grown up, and so it's so much more, right, than than um, like a dating book. It is. It's that. It's a dating book. It's a relationship book. It's a consciousness book. It's it's so many things at once. And so it had some other working titles back in the day. I think at one point I had it titled Delicious Dating and then Magic of Men, which then that, um, that movie came out about the the magic mic. Oh, magic that doesn't mic. work. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. so this spring, like fast forward to this past spring, I had just cleared, cleaned house, I feel like, with my life, like after this decade of living in San Francisco and just some, just the deepest healing I've ever, at least in this lifetime, have gone through, like really deep spiritual, cosmic, conscious work. And, um, went through, you know, a lot of people know um, a four-year relationship that came to an end, and then I was in a job that was just such not a good fit with, you know, I was the CEO and she was the CEO, and so there was just a lot of things that were coming to an end that I was clearing out of the kinds of people that I need to be around and what's going to create greater in the world for me and for other people, and so a publisher came to me based on what, you know, I've done in the past with the all the stuff you mentioned at the beginning of the show. And so they asked if I had, they're like, do you want to write a book? I'm like, I already have a book. Let's go. Like, I was just ready. Cool. And the book was, like, screaming at me. So the title came because there's so much to this. The t- title came, I love how you described it, Melissa, because that's exactly why I chose that word. It's not a word I use in my regular vocabulary, but it just dropped into my awareness, indisputable. Um mm-hmm. Because it's exactly what you said. It, you cannot argue with it. And so when you tie that into consciousness, like what you said, you love consciousness. And when you empower someone to know what they know, which is what I am doing in this book, like that is my target to empower women to what they know and to go, go into those past stories and revisit those men or the, the man that they're with now. When they come to that awareness of what, what the gifts are for them, it is indisputable because it's their own awareness and it's their own knowing and nobody can ever take that away from them. And that is, that is, that's why it's the indisputable gift of men. I love that. I wonder how many women who are going to be reading your book will go, um, or how many of the women who actually bitch about men will read your book and then their point of view about men might open up and some of their points of view will be abolished and then maybe we can be more loving to each other what a crazy concept but i love when books can literally change people and my sense is this one can do that so um i'm excited to continue this conversation for those of you listening you're listening to the pleasure zone here on inspired choices network and we'll be right back after this commercial 
Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone Radio Show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaJelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, sweet pleasure seekers. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. Today, I'm talking with Dana Lewis, who is also a host on Inspire Choices Network with her show, Luscious Leadership. And today, I've invited her to come on and talk about The Indisputable Gift of Men, which is both a book she wrote, and I also feel it's an awareness that she has about the world and about men and about how we are in the world. So it's not just a book to me. I feel like it's her awareness. So we're talking about it from many perspectives. And being on the pleasure zone, I'd like to go into the naughty Mm -hmm. zone. And so, Dana, what are some of the things that you feel are indisputable gifts of men in relation to pleasure? <laughs> I love this question. I knew I'm like, there's going to be some great questions because, you know, it's your show. It's so um, <laughs> sexy and on point. You know, um, it, you asked me that and I just immediately started thinking about this this really lovely collection of men that, as I say in the book, I have the pleasure of unwrapping and it wasn't it wasn't all about sex because there's only that in a few chapters and and yet some of it was about that so for me it's like just getting to experience them being themselves you know what i mean like that's when you can just be with someone and they're being themselves it's so sexy like they're they're because they're confident and they're clear and you just get to 
witness it and, and, you know, every two people have a different dynamic. So to me, that's just with each one of these guys I'm thinking about now, I'm like, it was just, there was just so much pleasure in discovering what that dynamic was between us um, mm-hmm. and just getting to know them for, for who they be in the world and who they were showing up as in my world. That to me just brought so much pleasure. Oh, I love that. Because truly pleasure isn't just sex thing. And as we talk a lot about on the show, pleasure can be sexual, but it really is like the experience of having a body and receiving um, sort of like the sense of joy in embodiment. Um, I've had a few different descriptions of pleasure that have come to me before, but that's one of them today. So, um, one of the things I also wonder about with, uh, in terms of like the indisputable gifts of men, you know, as, as I saw that title, I thought about like, what is that to me? Like, I wondered, like, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that I would say are definitely gifts of men? And whether I've been in relationships where, there might have been struggle or there's been, you know, maybe even abuse or trauma. Uh, and then there have been relationships that have been very kind and caring. There's been, like, I've had quite a um, spread, I guess you could say, of different people. Spread your legs, spread your fun, spread all the stuff. <laughs> uh, what I could say is one of the, the indisputable gifts for me, for for men is that there's such a different approach to life that has Mm -hmm. me have to become more present in myself with me, Mm -hmm. like being present in my body and being aware enough to know a, like if I wasn't in an abusive relationship, it's like, wow, how present do I require being to get out of this? And then Mm -hmm. even with kindness, it's like, how much did I avoid that? And how present do I require being with that? But there, there is something about, um, for me, with men, is that it requires me to be incredibly present or I just miss out. And I have an easy, easy time being present with women, no problem. Whether it's in sex or play or fun, that's easy. But with men, it's like, it's almost like I have to step up my game and like become truly even bigger presence. And mm-hmm. I, for me, that's one of my indisputable gifts that I see in men is my requirement to like step up and be present. Yeah. Um, so what what is something that you find is true for you that way as well? I love what you just said because that, you know, when I, when this began with this book coming through and me writing it and, and it, it really is that my most dynamic experiences have been with men and you know I have great women friends and I've had wonderful experiences with them too but there's there's just something that has occurred with especially the men in this book and then with some others that it's what you're saying like it's required me to be more present and when I wasn't present it like you know the universe would bitch slap me and say hey you know wake up like you gotta be present here and and you know pay attention and to what's going on and so they just showed me all that right like and and the other big part of that was just you know you mentioned something about joy of embodiment earlier so much more joy of embodiment like having these experiences and I said there was sex with some of them not all of them but regardless like with each one 
I became so much more embodied with myself, and it was just so cool to enjoy their bodies and endure their body and have that in return to just be with these, you know, different men that just thoroughly, you know, enjoyed me and adored me and my body. Like, that just like, gave, gave me, um, I guess, more presence, you know, more presence, more clarity, and it's just, I don't want to use the word gift a million times over, but it was just such a gift to experience that with them. Coming from a background where there was um, so much judgment, and we all, right, there's just so much judgment in our lives, so to have so much judgment, to always be looked at and criticized and, like, more makeup, less makeup, Mm. not usually more weight, but, like, less weight, different outfit, right? (laughs) Like, And most of that coming from women. I, I mean, it was so weird to ever get that from a man, but I got so much of that from from women growing up. So then, you know, to have these experiences where you're just, you know, you're just treasured (laughs) that the word treasure is what, yeah, what wants to be shared. I love that, that you actually mentioned the, you know, ability to even be with a man like where you're not wearing the makeup and they're just, you're seen as a treasure. And I, I think, you know, having somebody in your life that, can gift that to you or acknowledge the beauty that you are um, in your rawness, in your, whether you're sad or losing your mind or um, whatever you're doing. Like we have a kind of joke in our house that um, like if I fart, my husband will go, I love you. So, so every once in a while I'm like, honey, I'm making chili tonight. He's like, you really want me to say I love you, don't you? I'm like, hell yeah, I do. So he'll like he'll figure out how many I love yous I want according to what I've created for supper. <laughs> Which See, but that is so <laughs> freaking cool, right? And cute and fun, and that's the thing that you get, right? That dynamic only exists, you know, with you two. It's just yeah. so cool. Yeah. I just love that. Yeah, it's a it's a bizarre one. Um, so it's actually carried on <laughs> on not just with uh, my husband, but like. Ziva will do that too, and her friends come over and say, yeah, my daughter, not your cat. <laughs> my cat and her, my, no, her cat and my daughter have the same name. It's a true story. I love that. <laughs> and, um, and like, so now her friends come over and they've heard the I love yous and you're welcome and like for all the like weird things we do in this house. So now they've all adopted it too, which is like carrying on the tradition of <laughs> like just funny behavior and having gratitude for it. So when, when well, I that is at, a perfect. And I, I was gonna say that's a perfect example of of gratitude of like where many of us would complain or criticize or belittle or do something. You know what I mean? That energy you've taken it and done something so different right and now it's fun and it adds laughter and joy and it it creates this you know environment of gratitude like that's exactly what you know i i want the book to do that's exactly what i'm asking people to choose is what you're doing fun and I just want to let people know that it's not always like roses and lollipops, but there's definitely <laughs> like there are there are things where I've noticed that if we just shift the energy, right? If you just shift your 
thought even one degree, they say, you know, if you just think about that, even if you were walking and you veer off course for one degree, you end up in such a totally different place than if you stayed on that same path. So for me, when I'm looking to create change, it's that one degree and how much change can that one degree shift of mm-hmm. attitude or perception create. And so, yeah, gratitude for uh, the weird things, right? And there there are things that I don't think about that are not significant to me and um, that were before when I was single or when I was in a relationship where I had somebody who was within a relationship with somebody who was maybe irresponsible. I'll, I'm just going to use the word irresponsible, say, for like finances, okay. where they just spend it all and have zero financial mm-hmm. awareness. Um, so for me, my current like situation is that my husband is so financially aware and he loves graphs. So he'll like do like he'll show me the graphs. He's like, "Do you want to see our graph for this month?" And then we have this thing in our house too, where if you're top earner, like you get accolades for being top earner for the month. <gasps> you guys are awesome. <laughs> so I I often get top earner, which is super fun. And he likes to tell his buddies that he's just waiting for me. There's a certain amount that he feels that like when we get to that he can retire and I can be the continual top earner, and he's going to do other stuff which is fun and cute and I'm like hey that's cool I like being the top earner so I'll take that and uh yeah it's it's kind of it's kind of become like an ongoing joke even to his buddies they're like well who's your top earner this month and he's like it's Melissa again she's the top earner yeah and he's totally cool with it like which is so neat to actually have him um be in a relationship with somebody who um, that when I am top earner, doesn't try and take all my money from me or spend it all on me, or that when I am, but you know, top earner, I can celebrate it, right? Which is so cool. So that's the perfect example of just being a different energy because you could take that same exact scenario, like top earner, and that could become incredibly emasculating, right, for a man and and. And I had some of that occur in my um, my marriage, my first marriage, because I, you know, I made more than him, and I had become so much of that like strong, that overbearing energy, or um, yeah, just more not that masculine energy is overbearing, but my energy became much more masculine than my spacious kind of softer self, and it became emasculating for for him and it just felt so off balance, right? We just, we didn't know about these things and have these tools that we have now where you can to have that and have a different energy. And that's where consciousness comes into play with all of this. So I love hearing what you're saying because it's about the energy. And if you can be a different energy with things, you can create something like you're saying that one degree, you can create something so loving and kind and generous and cozy and sexy and like, and it's all about paying attention and being aware of the energy and the choices and the alignment of your words and your actions and the uh, it can be so different. Uh, it's really actually cool for me to observe that because my reality before this relationship was very different for many years. So um, I so why I say that is because I know that you can I know that relationships can change and I know there's a possibility mm-hmm. to have the relationship you actually would like to have and yeah. what I do know is that it started with me so I know that it was me that I needed to have a different for one clear my crap on a lot of these things you've mm-hmm. been talking about the bitching about men so I was raised 
um, in, in an environment where my mom actually really loved her her father and her brothers, but then somehow she ended up dating and then, uh, you know, crap happened and she started to resent mm-hmm. men, even though she was raised by very, and, and grew up with very like loving and generous, relatively generous people for the time. Um, it, it was, it was, um, a lot of hearing the message over and over again about men are this and men are that. And I'll notice that my mom still has that point of view, but she, and she tries her best. She does things consciousness related. Um, she still has that point of view. And when my daughter goes to hang out with her for the weekend, I'll notice that my daughter comes back with this attitude. And I'm like, hey, wait a second. Mm. Is that grandma's? Or like, where's that coming from, girlfriend? Um, so it's to get also for me as a mother is to like be able to facilitate for my daughter to not hate men and not to perpetuate the hate of men because what I know is that, that what that attracted for me was a lot of hate in relationship and anger and resentment and because I couldn't see the gift at the time. Well, it will also perpetuate into the next generation, right? If you're if yeah. if that was gonna if that held true for your daughter and you weren't, um, you know, being that potent uh, possibility of something different with you know conscious inserting consciousness into the situation and when she comes home um from grandma's house right she could have or you know could if you weren't doing that uh grow up and have kids and if she had sons right then that it's like collateral damage and it comes out on on her kids and then it would just keep going on and on i had um a first one of my first readers has a daughter um how old ziva you're ziva she'll be 12 12 in march well she's She's right about the same age as my friend's daughter, and um, she read the book, and she's like, this, this, this is what I want to teach my daughter. Like, this is how I want her to grow up in the world um, and have a different, you know, different point of view and create something different in her relationships, you know, when she goes out in the world and, and dates. And then I've had people that have sons, and they're like, oh, my gosh, I want my sons to grow up, you know, being liked um, yeah. and not immediately being not liked because they're men. And that's un- that's the part that kind of breaks my heart when I meet men or, or women with sons who are like, I don't, this thing that's going on has gone so far over in the other direction that, you know, men are hated. And it's it's not all men on this planet aren't doing this thing. You know, it's, of course, it's, it's however many, you know, I'm not going to say a handful, it's more than that, but it's, it's not every single man. And it's, I, I got to tell you, every man that I have met that has read the book and it's been pretty 50, 50, talking about like equality, uh, the, the amount of men and women that have read the book so far, it's pretty 50, 50. And the feedback that I'm getting, you know, I'll get an email or a phone call. It's like right down the middle. I'll get, you know, a message from a man. I'll get a message from a woman. I'm like, wow, this is really awesome. And the men are so grateful. I get like high fives. They're like, oh my God, that, you know, when they hear the title of the book or they're like, what, you know, or the sad thing or they'll be like, oh my God, like really? Or the tide's turning? Or I thought you all hated us. You don't all hate us? I mean, these are the things that men are telling me when they hear about the book or when they read the book. So let's not forget that, that they have feelings too. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, they actually have feelings. It's <laughs> they do. And wow, what a I revelation. Honestly, 
They they actually have feelings, and I honestly, when you talk about the, the the awareness of this book and my awareness, I my awareness is that men are more sensitive than women. I really believe and get that it, they are more sensitive, and, and it might be this accumulation because they haven't been allowed to be, right? Like, it's all this stuff that they've been told that they have to be and that they can't express and... And yes, now we're like, yes, you can, you can. But, you know, how I, like, I'm going to raise my hand. I've done this before and I, I'm much better at it now. But how many of us, when we're in those, one of those intimate moments with a man and they're, they're trying to talk to us, like we talk over them, we interrupt them and we're like, because we want to agree with them or insert our, whatever, our, our opinion or something instead of just letting, giving them the space to be vulnerable and share. Like we just, sometimes we just barrel right over them too. So, if we're willing to give them space in in this, you know, like the soft and just let them show up, they I, so many of them they show up in the most incredible ways. I have to say that that's so poignant, and and I wonder to you as you were talking about that, there's some some things were popping up for me about like men and their sensitivity and. I know a lot of men, like my dad could cry at the drop of a hat, like he is, he could be touched by a wedding, he could be touched by many things. He has yeah. a very other uh, side to him as well that's very angry and polarized, but he's he's got an incredibly soft side that he doesn't usually let out. I seem to be the person that gets to see that a lot. Um, and, and I find that... Um, for the most part, actually, for the clients I have that are men, there seems to be uh, a desire, like they actually have a desire to be vulnerable, yes. and there's a desire to connect, and they've. it is like you were saying, like just being so trained for so long to maybe repress that or suppress that. So I'm wondering, when we come back from the break, if you can share for us some tools from from mm. the perspective of like being yeah. a woman of how how can we start to be the space for men to be vulnerable with us what can we do and choose and be to allow that to show up more so i'll let you think about that as we go to our next commercial thank you um <laughs> yeah so you're listening to the pleasure zone here on inspired choices and network and we'll be right back after this commercial are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly, other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 uh, Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, 
processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. This is the Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, 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 and welcome back, sweet pleasure seekers. I'm so grateful for all of you listening in, either listening in live or listening in via podcast. Um, there's so many ways to listen in live. We have over 50 different ways that you can listen in live, and also f- over 50 ways that this particular episode and a lot of these shows are in podcast form. So uh, you can find us on things like iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Spotify, and Literally, if you'd like to find all of the affiliate links to maybe your favorite way of connecting uh, to podcasts, you can go to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and you can find our, um, what do we call them? They're like our su- supporters, there are connections, I don't know, there's a name for for them. There are partners. Thank you, Keisha. <laughs> so yeah, you can find our partners and and that way you can know how to locate us in many, many different ways. And also check out Dana's show, too. So she's live on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. EST, uh, 3 p.m. CST, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific. So she's on uh, Luscious Leadership. Check that out because you're going to find a lot of episodes. And if you really like particularly this episode where we've been talking about the indisputable gift of men, she's been doing uh, a pretty much an entire series lately. Most of the shows have been related to that with different guests talking about that. So um, lots to talk about and lots of interesting conversations to to listen to um, and join in on too. So keep your eyes open to uh, future conversations about this too if you'd like to join in. Uh, we have a chat room on Inspired Choices Network and we have people in the chat room today with lots of great questions and contributions and so grateful for that. Love having folks in the chat room. And, you know, if you're really shy about calling in, by all means, join the chat room and let us know what's going on. And you can also contact uh, either of us. So, Dana, can you let everybody know how they can find you and how they can get your book? Yes. Oh, yes. So, finding me is um, easy. My website is com. so www.dannalewis.com. Everything's on there, links to the radio show, links to the book, um, my coaching, speaking, all that stuff, social media, it's all on the website, and the book is available on Amazon. So you can go to Amazon.com and um, just type in the Indisputable Gift of Men, and it's available in a soft cover, and then also on Kindle. And then it's, I didn't even realize this, but it's also available on BarnesandNoble.com. Um, <laughs> so it's two 
super excited when I found that out. Um, so that, those are the two places right now. And then, um, yeah, I'm working on local bookstores. And then if you, I will just ask, if you have any connections to your local bookstores, um, I would welcome those connections because, you know, I really, it's about getting the book out in the world, stewarding this book because, like you said, there's just, an, the book is an awareness and it's an invitation. So just, uh, yeah, you can get to me through my website. I love that. Thank you. Lots of different ways to get that. Um, Amazon yeah. is such an easy way to get your books in Barnes and Noble. That's awesome. How does it get any better than that? Um, so just before break, and I, I posed the question to you about what uh, your awareness is on, like what we as women can be or do to allow men to show up as more of who they are, allow them to be vulnerable to all of these things that we're like, you know, we've been bitching about forever yeah. that they supposedly don't do. Like, how much have we not been allowing that? And what can we do to have that show up? That's a big question. I get it. Yeah. It's pretty loaded. It is a big question. <laughs> they're, they're, it's very loaded. And I have to say, like, I will, I'm going to respond as a woman, but also, <laughs> like, ask, like, maybe that's one of my first responses should be, like, be willing to ask your man, you know, what you can be or do to that would contribute to him, you know, showing up and, and being more vulnerable. Like, literally ask your man. Um, and I and, and as Melissa mentioned, I, you know, I'm doing this series. It's been all about the book in December. And and one of this, this ongoing series will be conversations with men because I'm like, I, you know, I only know what I know, but let's actually ask them. <laughs> I think that's the other biggest thing is, like, ask them. Let them see. Speak, right? Let them speak. So I did my first show, Conversations with Men, with um, this new guy friend that I met a few months ago that was so excited. Like he he got up in the middle of this, we were at this event, and I we were asked to share something, and I shared about the book, and he um, came right up to me after, and you know, so we hung, you know, we had coffee. I want to say hung out. We had coffee, and we talked, and then he was on the show, and it was such a great conversation. And I'm like, okay, I have a few more men so far lined up to talk to them because I want to know too like I'm learning I'm certainly not um, so not perfect at any of this um, <laughs> but I am willing to enjoy them and appreciate them I think in a way that makes makes a big difference um, and you know I, the guys in the book <laughs> have read their chapters and they're so appreciative and they're so excited about this project. So, um, so apparently I'm doing a couple of things. Okay. Um, so the first thing is, yeah, ask, talk to men. Yeah. Ask them. Thank you, Melissa. And then another one, here's another really big one. Stop expecting them. Stop expecting them, meaning men. Stop, stop expecting men to be or do what a woman would be or do. Right, I hear that all the time. They're like, "Oh, I would never not return the call right away, and I would never put the dishes <laughs> like things that we say that we're like, well, it, you know, that lends itself to you're thinking that he thinks like a woman, and he doesn't because he's not. So really, stop expecting them to be or do what you would be or do, or what your girlfriend would be or do, because that's not who he is. He is a man, and they're they." Literally, their DNA is different. Their brains are different. And I get the whole um, male-female thing. It's a spectrum. But, like, they're different. So let them be different. 
And when they don't do something the way you would do it, I want to just say, that's mean, I shouldn't say shut up, but like literally, like uh, my hands are like, you know, when you like close your mouth, like really, <laughs> that, you know, the, the <laughs> I think everyone got that. I'm like, hmm, <clears throat> because what happens is <laughs> when you, so the third thing, right, leads right into the criticism, because if you expect them to be or do what you or another woman would be or do, and then they don't, and then and you go into that next thing where then you bitch at them because they didn't be or do it the way you would. Now you're criticizing <clears throat> and disrespecting and be whatever all of that is. And all of that does is create distance. You may think that that's creating a change and it might create a temporary change. But I know this from experience. Um, and I've done this in many different ways. I've done it the way that we're saying not to do it. And I've done it the other way where there's so much mm -hmm. more ease and joy. It's like, the second you go into that criticism and the nagging and the judgment, all judgment does, as we know, those of us, a lot of us on your show, I know that playing the fields of, of, of consciousness, judgment shuts everything down and it's all bullshit. So if you want to shut things down in, in your interactions with your man and your relationship, go ahead like judge because that's what that will do. Being a little sassy, it must be the time of day. But um, but if you don't want that, then you have to, you have to you don't have to. But I'm, I'm inviting you to play with this because this is where leadership comes in. Like choose something different, you know. Like think about this: when you're with your girlfriends, I don't know if you're hanging out with your best friend and she does something and she doesn't do it the way you would do it. Do you nag her? Do you judge her? Do you? I mean, maybe you do. Do I don't know. But just that's just one way of looking at it. Like probably not. you're probably like, oh, so she cuts her tomatoes you know, horizontally crosswise and I cut them lengthwise, you know, cool. And you probably just are like, okay with that. So where are we not being at with, and that's a tiny little example with men. So that leads into having um, a lot more allowance for them to show up who they are and to enjoy them and acknowledge them and appreciate them. Like that goes such a long way. The, the, praise and acknowledgement i mean think about how great it feels when people are like oh my god like i was in charge of salad for the last couple of holidays <laughs> i'm like cool and everyone loves my salad i'm like great I'll, anytime like i will come and bring salad and there was not a it was just all love and like so happy for, for this beautiful salad that i brought to these different occasions and it's the same thing like it is that simple like it really is that simple to be present and to not expect them to be who they're not and to to appreciate who they are and appreciate it energetically, appreciate it verbally, appreciate it through actions, and just give them space when they're talking, give them space. When they're doing, give them space and let them show up. They can't show up if we don't give them the space to show up. That is so true. I I see that actually a lot in my relationship. I'm and it's actually one of the reasons my husband said that he asked me to marry him. He's, he said that one thing is that I can, I don't hold on to grudges. Um, well, I don't with him, but I do think I've, I have some grudges I hold on to. Well, I, I know I do, <laughs> but he just doesn't know because they're not towards him. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, so it's that I could change my mind really fast or something. And I was like, wow, you make me sound like a sociopath, but you like it. So that's cool. And the, uh, the other one was the, um, that I give him space. And I was like, wow, if, you know, for for my women friends out there who are like, I just want to get married, and why can't why won't he just commit to me? I'm like, well, I wasn't even trying for commitment. I gave him space, physically, emotionally, yeah. mentally, to show up, and I, it wasn't even on purpose. It's uh, apparently just how I am with him, and I'm not that with everybody, frankly. Like I, right. I have not been in the past in relationships. I've been the nagging bitch, and it. I also have an, uh, my awareness of that too was that I was being a nagging bitch because I didn't actually like the relationship and it was my way to get out of it. So my question ladies yes. out there, are, if you are being a nagging bitch, do you actually like this relationship? Or are you trying to get out? Like if you don't really like the guy and you're trying to make him into you, does this work for you? <laughs> Just wondering. Right? Thank Just you, Melissa. Right. If you're not enjoying him and enjoying yourself with him and and I'll like really start asking some different questions. Thank you for bringing that up. Because yeah. it's so easy to try and go, oh my God, you keep on doing that the same way. And why are you just driving me crazy? You know, I hate it when you do that with the toilet seat or the toothbrush, blah, blah, blah. It's like, if, if you know this and, and you're choosing to be agitated constantly because you're making this more valuable than you and you're making it more valuable than him, you got to question if this is actually the relationship that works for you. So yeah. lots of things to look at because I know people have been in a relationship for like 30 years and the nagging is like chronic um, or even longer. And some people thrive on it. So that's why I ask, mm-hmm. does it work for you? Because some people thrive on it and that is a relationship that works for them because that is an energy that's familiar and they're not really looking to have anything mm-hmm. different. And that's cool. That's but if you're looking for something different, yeah. guess what? You can contact Dana. You can contact me. So Dana is a personal life coach, and she has experience in this. She can coach you through. I am a sex and intimacy coach. So definitely contact one of us. Make your way through this. Create some change. And we can create some change on the planet together. You know, actually being kindness yeah. to one person. And we just think about this, right? Like, just even when you're kind to one person, what that changes. And um, I noticed yeah. that when I first started teaching, actually. I, I did supply teaching for years. And the very first year I did that was there was a boy in my class who was very upset all the time. And he was stressed. And so I just offered for him to come with me on lunch, which was weird. And I wasn't really supposed to do that. But yeah. he followed me around the school the whole hour and then every time I would see that kid in town he would run up to me and he was like so happy to see me and and um and I'd given him a tool on how to let go and uh, I just showed him like blow into this ball and stomp it out and get it out of your system and he did and it worked for him so <laughs> you know sometimes just give people the space to be them and invite them into yeah. your life and our show is done Dana thank you for listening to the pleasure zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and